Hey guys, how's it going? Just a little introduction before the podcast. My name's Fuzz. I am a documentary filmmaker and photographer working on a project at the moment looking at the punk rock music scene. That's called Habits and Mindsets. You can check that out in the links in the podcast description or in the YouTube description below. In this podcast, I speak to Adam, a fellow photographer friend of mine, and Owen, his housemate, and we talk about bands, how they're surviving, how the music industry's changed over the last couple of years, and how musicians are surviving and putting shows on, playing, reaching people, that kind of thing. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, if you just want to hit subscribe, that'd be awesome. Uh, I've got plenty more coming up soon. And if you follow me on Instagram at fuzz underscore chukas, you can keep up with all the updates about the project, which should be launching in South Wales and Bristol in the next couple of months. So like, follow, and subscribe. And I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Here we are. Another episode. Um, I've just called it the first Jugas podcast because I'm totally unoriginal. I've got no other <coughs> names in the pipeline. Um, here in Swansea with Owen and Adam. Um, Adam, you're a like fellow photographer. You do a lot of live music stuff, right? Used to not as much as I do now, but yeah, yeah, we'll go with, we'll go with that. <laughs> and Owen, you've um, and obviously we're at your place in Swansea, which is awesome. And you, you've known each other for like ten years, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah. And Owen, you're a musician. You've been playing in bands. Mm-hmm. So, like, what sort of bands have you been playing in? Um, loads, man. Um, I used to live out in Hollywood and with some big bands. Um, it was like metal, punk, sort of yeah. alternative rock. Um, me and Filthy Phil from Motorhead, we were in a band for a while. Um, me, him, and Chris Holmes from Wasp were in a band for a while. Cool. Um, and um, me and some of the guys from Monster Magnet and Caius and Queens of Stone Age we were all in bands together. Um, I used to live out in the desert. So you lived in America. When did you? When was that? Um, it was about 11, 10, 10, 11 years ago. Um, I used to live in Hollywood and then I lived in the desert in a recording studio. <coughs> How did you end up there? And do you like, were you in bands over here and you toured and met people? Or? Yeah, uh, basically that. Um, I was in a Swansea band that was touring the UK um, and we toured with a band that was made up of uh, Queens of Stone Age guys and they literally invited me out there to make a record. Um, with the Motorhead uh, drummer Filthy Phil who's dead now unfortunately mm. um, didn't you have the Motorhead <coughs> sorry I'm like breaking all the good rules for good podcasting but he like, was like the man he was he, uh, there's um, um, up the valleys in Wales there's a guy one of them yeah Phil Campbell um, mm. so Phil Campbell is uh, the definition of living the dream he watched Motorhead when he was like 12 years old and told himself that he wants to join that band and eventually he joined Motorhead and he joined them ages ago like he joined them like 30 years ago hmm. um, and he, they they made loads of records um, I was reading about Motorhead the other day and um, <clears throat> people were saying that like they were a bit of a weird band right they didn't really fit into one particular camp like yeah. metal or punk yeah they both loved them hmm um, because they were, yeah, the punkers loved them because they were just straight up no bullshit. They didn't give a fuck. That was. I think Lemmy preferred. He said like someone tried to. Again, I should probably know this quote. If I'm going to just like, butcher it and throw it out, but it was something like, um, "We are Motorhead. We play rock and roll." That was it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's something like that. But yeah. basically, they were talking about like someone said, "Oh, they're a new wave band." Yeah, I think that was it. They're a new wave band. They went, "We're not a new wave band. We've got more in common with punk rock than we have." Um, well, they always quoted themselves as, as a rock and roll band. Mm. Um, when, my, when I met Lemmy, he was one of the most straight up people I've ever met. Like you knew where you stood yeah. instantly. Um, well, same with all of them, actually. So, like you've basically got you've ha- you've seen quite a lot. Then you've seen like the UK side of things. You've seen America side of things. Yeah. Like so, you've been on big labels and things like that, and you've also have you also had any experience with like the smaller DIY yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, being from Swansea and the way the music works here, and the type of music I'll, I normally play is you know very underground, yeah, sort of thing. A very small label. Are you in a band with Adam? Uh, no, Adam. Why not? Well, Adam's always been a bit of a silent member with almost any band I've been in. Mm. There for moral support, 
He's always taking photos of every band. Yeah. Um, no, I like Adam. Um, yeah, I. Uh, he's the go-to guy, really. Adam helps me out if I'm in a jam. Anyway, yeah. So. I mean, the amount of times there's been because I lived in London for a while after mm. America, and I brought a London band here, and like, the best photo shoot we did was with you. We went down to Gara. Yeah. Yeah. Ice creams. No, we went down like down Wim's head and yeah. did some really cool stuff actually it so awesome. what, yeah. what music industry now what, where do you think it's going at the moment is it a kind of is it do you think it's a bit of a hybrid like DIY with a record label it's or? wide open there's there's no such thing anymore I mean the last the last serious band I was in was I mean I, I worked in as an audio engineer as it collapsed yeah um, and when it collapsed it was brutal and it was fast um, it, like Napster and it just as the internet exploded about four or five years ago probably about five years ago yeah. I was working in London as an audio engineer so I used to work in Abbey Road and Metropolis and, and the big places did you get a picture on the Zebra Crossing? I never got a picture on the I no. got held up on the Zebra Crossing when I was trying to get in there to do work um, but a hundred studios were closing every year at mm-hmm. least in London at that period um, the big label that we were on at the time started taking live cuts then so they would gigs were always completely separate from labels it was always uh, it was it was never a thing that a label would take money from a show yeah the record only yeah um, and then it started to become a thing where the labels would chip in so we we played a really big 3000 seater in London mm. and we got basically nothing yeah after the big change and everyone took their percentages so you reckon what, what do you do you, do you think it's better to sort of try and go without the label now and yeah you don't I mean you need you need a name you need a bit of so we started a new band about um, two or three years ago and we got a really really good small independent label to help us out right from the very start and we had more feedback more success more more genuine appreciation through that tiny label than we ever got from big stuff. So, um, and it, that worked out for you guys better. Well, you knew it was real, and it was it, it was the main, it was the, the real deal. You know. By the way, you can't see, but we've got uh, Coco, our uh, Springer, just uh, chilling in the background because uh, it's Swansea. We thought we'd come for a nice walk and go and check stuff out. Um, and I think she's you know, yeah. she's got something to say about the record industry but we don't know what she's, it is exactly she's bitter too you know <laughs> ah. um, oh. yeah basically every like I was talking to you guys earlier about it um, <clears throat> my um, my documentary photography project Habits and Mindsets is uh, basically looking at the punk rock community uh, but not really you know exclusively but generally um, and there's like lots of other sort of genres and bits of, and other music areas that sort of crossover. There's lots of things that are like kind of punk rock. But yeah, for the most part, most of them are like DIY. Um, yeah. And it's all the DIY card, of course. Uh, the Swansea guys are getting a bit more organised now, right? Like Just about. Yeah, so. Yeah. I think Tiger is putting stuff on as. Um, what's their label or where can people find out? Wolf. Black Wolf. Black Wolf. It's not Black Wolf. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna kill me for not remembering. We'll put it in the thing. <laughs> we'll put it in. Something to do with the wolf. Yeah, we'll we'll put the links in the thing <laughs> and I'll, on the overlay or whatever. But yeah, uh, but I'm yeah. sure it's Black Wolf. You sure? Anyway, something Wolf. Yeah. Tremendous wolf. podcasting going on right here. Yeah. Something Wolf. Wolves. Yeah. So they've got a phone. Wolves. Oh, no, don't worry about yeah. it. It's fine. Yeah. Welsh Wolves <laughs> um, but they put that uh, all day on the other day it was good yeah I was, yeah. Just, I, was that a motor yeah. yeah I was working that, that. I was good. really looking forward to going yeah. I couldn't get up we, we, got, we got down there and it was it was good uh, it, was, good line it was yeah it was, it was great I only only got like we missed the first few but from like halfway through um, there's a few guys that played outside just because they were Oh, yeah. And it was it was sunny, so why would you not play outside? Yeah, um, you, don't, you don't need to play, yeah, to play outside, so they did that, and that was that was 
Great. Highlights then. People um, that. Grown-ups. This is where all your other mates all and all the other bands are like, why didn't you mention us? Grown Nuts, Grown Nuts Independence, always a highlight. Godfathers yeah. of the, the, the uh, best punk, yeah. DIY punk band in Swansea. Who's in there? Is what yeah. anyone would ever, anyone would ever. Yeah. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. They're they are the best DIY punk band in Swansea. Um, but then is DIY punk band and punk band a different thing? I mean, all punk. Is. And punk Do and punk itself, rock, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think that's that confuses a lot of people on the outside of it. So here we are. I've talked about this like with loads of other people so we won't go too much into it but like being a member slash whatever of uh, of the punk rock community what do you um, do you think there's definitely like a kind of wrong perception on the, on the most part from people outside of it looking in so like to someone like you Nan you go Nan I'm in a punk rock band she'd be like oh god well, it's the punk, end. yeah if you said punk to Nan then that's a Mohican and, yeah. and all that stuff isn't it you know yeah, and, and it's anarchy kids. and you know but punk to me is an attitude like the kinks are the most badass punk band yeah. there ever has been you know anyone who slashes anyone who slashes their speaker with a razor blade to make it more distorted is more punk rock than anyone else yeah you know um, but like the mis- mis- uh, the misconception or whatever like or you know what nowadays modern sort of punk rock scenes are full of bands that are recording themselves and going touring and putting their own shows on stuff making hardly any money putting their own money into it just to just because they love it and like you know there's different sort of subcultures well isn't that any band at the moment Mm, yeah I guess so but there's a lot of people that put more I don't know do people put more of an emphasis on like trying to sell more records and becoming big and stuff which punk rock bands are not really selling records isn't the thing anymore. I mean, I, I went to an amazing uh, talk. Or band camp downloads, you know. I went to an amazing talk with Steve Albini not that long ago, who has recorded some of the greatest punk bands ever. He used to pull up in his van at the back of a punk show with a eight track tape machine and take live feeds out of the show and, and record them. And he spent most of the rec- most of the lecture talking about how punk to him now is some kid who gets a laptop second-hand off Gumtree, pirates some recording mm. software for free off, you know, some torrent site, sits at home and makes music on his own. Yeah. On his own. And Interesting that you say that. purely more punk rock because he's, he's doing it for himself for free. Mm. You know, fucking well, like, system, and that's, what is punk rock? I mean, like you know, it could be a bunch. It's of an attitude, isn't it? it? It's a fuck you. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Thing. And I think as a lot of people like are like, not, is, you know. Yeah, but a lot of it doesn't have to be um, as abrasive or like in your face because what people are doing is just like I I think of it as like yeah, exactly what we just said there. Coco, stop being a little nutter, and also, um, like. It's like a sense of belonging, like a sense of community. It's kind of, it's like a, it's like you're making your own, you know, you're making your own place kind of thing. Which, there is that underground yeah. thing. Well, it's like you get together and you put shows on and you, yeah, you just basically make your own thing because you're not happy with everything else going on. Like a lot of pop music and other sort of, uh, I'm not going to shit on other types of music, but like other types of music, there's not really the same thing there I mean or am I am I just talking shit well I mean there's definitely a sense of community I think in the punk rock community that isn't probably not as any form of underground music yeah got that I think you know you know like like metalheads yeah you know they always get together and and they're the most loveliest softest people I've ever met as well it's crazy it's crazy just giggling away like just yeah, acid. if it's someone in a Slayer t-shirt it's someone else in a Slayer t-shirt yeah. it's the best friend it's not like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like yeah man you know, let's go here down to their knees yeah yeah uh, leather studded wrist bracelets and stuff yeah Rob Halford all around like. yeah but um, only yeah punk, I mean punk rock is surely it's an attitude and a, and a yeah I don't know I, I kind of think it, it is but there's a lot of like new music which isn't that fussed about being so like fuck you I'm doing it my own way well one of the bands we were listening to tonight Ding Dong probably I mean that's <laughs> that is surely that's punk rock 
It is. In all all ways. Southwards only hardcore Like, Divide is, right? But uh, they are are one of those bands who will just... They do it just because it's fun. Yeah. They're guys who've been in bands for years. But that's punk rock, isn't it? And just... And, yeah. Like, not in its sound, in its... What it's doing. Yeah. 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 It's just... In itself, they do a few different... Yeah, so interesting in that album, but because there's a lot of political stuff, fun. right? And there's a lot of yeah. like, and it's quite it's huge, basically. Yeah. Um, I think you can tie it down to a feeling or an ethos, or whatever, and but you can also tie it down to like, um, you know, like just a type of music. Um, it is obviously it's punk rock. Is you could be sound. you could yeah. yeah, and you could just you could be in a band just just talking about uh, good times and hanging with your friends and doing stuff and not be that in your face or have a super different point of view um, which is quite weird and I, I'm kind of a bit more of a fan of that kind of stuff at the moment like um, Dividers aren't going anymore they're like one of my favourite Swansea bands even though they're not really a band anymore let's hope they they haven't died a death yet yeah, they do get together every every so often, don't they? And randomly just like get together or whatever. But like, um, those that kind of music. What Coco? You never bark and kick off, and now you do when there's like, three cameras on. Attention, attention. I just have her on my lap. Do you want to come? I think she wants. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's on me. Um, other bands. Any new surprises at the um? All day the other day. <laughs> Come yeah, I got it. Not outside of the number ones. I mean, it's a bit of a ground nuts were great, obviously, because mm. that's what we expect of them. It's more of a collection of everyone that's been around for a while, isn't it? Is there... Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Iron Gosling, Iron Gosling, Iron Gosling <laughs> are um, great. In sort of, everyone is enjoying them. Or, enjoying them because it is a few of the uh, a few of the guys have been around for a long time mm. playing it and they're just having fun it is just did you get much fun photography done? I, I took no pictures because I just couldn't be asked that day. Yeah. but you always have a... I've taken so many pictures in Mozart's that there's there's only so many times you can do it and yeah. well the amount of times I ask you to come and take photos of a show knowing that you are then not going to watch the show Exactly. And I kind of, it's kind of nice to see you not take photos because I know you're actually enjoying the show then. And there's, there's only so many times you can take the same pictures in the same venue of the same few people that you just think this could be any band because these people are in five different bands. I could, yeah. it's so interchangeable that it's, it's not even worth it anymore. And. I think it's fair as someone... You need to just put the camera down sometimes to just... N- that's it. Yeah, you've got to watch the show sometimes. And that's, that's what I've done for the last couple of years. It's just not worth it. Well, you've done, as far as documenting the Swansea scene... Well, while it was there. Yeah, no, you've... I mean, it's, it's, you've it's, taken it's, it's photos of... But, uh, well, every band I've ever been in and all the bands that have been around. You've got all the studio shots of Prosperina and all that yeah. sort, sort of stuff. You know? What made you get into photography? I... Riding bikes. <laughs> Riding bikes, mum had a... Uh, I used to ride BMX yeah. years ago. Mama I forget that you ride BMX. Did you ride BMX as well? As, no. Well, you mainly mountain bike. You're, you're a BMX. Mountain bikes now, BMX, but yeah, BMX back in the day, and it's still there. But um, yeah, riding bikes, mum had a uh, SLR and uh, took a few pictures on that. And uh, there was a photography course at school, so... I was enjoying taking pictures, so there's, yeah, crack on taking a few pictures there and uh, develop them there in, in as, as part of school. Why, why would you not do that? I, I learned on 35 now, yeah. and like a lot of yeah. people, we, I think we're at the cut off now, we're like, we're probably like the last. Well, I, I, I did the same, I, I did in college film photography. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So. There, there's like, if, it's if, making if, a comeback though, apparently. Just a few years later, like, you see, you talk to people like, oh no, I, I just learned on digital, it's like, Apparently, I was the last year in, in Gosan College to use the dark room. Yeah. Which is crazy. 
and, and it was weird going back to uni <clears throat> a couple of years later after shooting digital for a few years and then, then being like right your first year you're only shooting film and going like oh great I've got to learn everything all over again picking up a film camera again and going it's the right. same principles it's just like it's the same principle but you've, you've got, got to get it right yeah exactly yeah. You, you, you've, you've got to get it right otherwise in live band you can't just go click 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 cool hang on one out of those 20 pictures was right you, you've got to get it right the first time otherwise because you, you missed your moment by then surely in a live band environment digital is better yeah. unbelievably oh. better yeah easily I mean, aesthetically, film still looks better, but digitally, you can make you can make digital look like film quite yeah. easily and save yourself hundreds of pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've shot gigs on film and just gone, great. That's two films and interesting as well. When you're like um, adjusting, you know, when you got like lots of variable lights and things like that, with digital you expose yeah uh, expose for your highlights, as in like if you think it's gonna clear shoot a little bit darker and bring the shadows yeah, out but it's vice versa for film yeah so you shoot for your shadows and push your highlights but um that's neither here nor there like film photography is awesome but it's just i think it's a bit of a luxury like you have to have money and you have to have time it, and money to to really do it it's nice to do for anything else if you're out and about landscapes documentary that kind of stuff i've got a holger fantastic like Square yeah. format, like 120. If, you, if you're doing, gig, doing gigs and bands... I got one shot digital <clears throat> on a Hasselblad, 6x6, six six, yeah. Charlie, hmm. in Deadlines. Yeah. What, I took my three rolls, and it was like shitty light, and it was in and out. <laughs> and, what is wrong with you, Coco? It's in and out. <laughs> and I got one good shot. I've and that a- was like three films... I had to develop them, I had to buy the film, I had to like loan the camera, luckily from a university I was working at, but um, like hard work. And the, the first time out I shot, I had no M1, um, and it was the, the first time I shot with that, that with a really shitty like 10 quid flash on top, and I shot La Satilia, um and a couple of other bands Brand. in, um, oh, what the fuck was that place called? No, it was, it was in Swansea, the one on Hunters Road. Um, Lemon Factory. Oh, is that in Cardiff? No, down here. Um, I've heard that. Yeah, it's gone now, yeah. It was an underground venue. I saw the years ago. And I got a fair few decent shots, but that was like flash right up in their face. And I, that's my last luckily, resort, but I only they, did it for Luckily, they were good enough to just not care, and and they, and they really liked the result. But that's the only times I've ever shot film, and got more than a couple of decent shots doing bands. It's it's just it's sort of part of it now that the band wants those photos. Is it? Yeah. I've seen a definite in, as well. an increase in the backdrops that people put up. That didn't seem to be like a regular thing, and like a lot of people do that now. The backdrop's hard to get because no, no one shoots the drummer, and why would you hang something behind the drummer? I always try and shoot the drummer out of print. That's the yeah, yeah. It, you, you you've got to do it just to be not, better than everyone. Yeah, no, but drum shots. Uh, I if, wish venues just lit their venues properly. If you get mm. a good drum shot, win. Yeah, There's the, you're you're infinite. You're always just, better than everyone it's else. so annoying that like so it could be do. easily done to, yeah. to, to light a venue properly well they've got the kit half the time they've got the kit yeah. and the worst thing that really bugs me is when they put these like super harsh red lights on one side and blue on the other because you can't yeah. like even if you're shooting raw when you pull it back you can't yeah. sorry to geek out to people that might not be photographers but basically when you shoot raw you're basically capturing a whole amount of information that you can like adjust later on most uh, phone cameras and point and shoot cameras and whatever shoot JPEG pictures and if you imagine it like um, Coco what are you doing stop it come on right so most um, so imagine it like you're making a cake you put your eggs you put your flour you put your sugar in and you've got a big bowl and it's raw right it's not baked in um, imagine that's like a raw file, right? Is that a good analogy? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you can put you can you can cook it a bit longer, make it a bit darker. You could undercook it, make it a bit lighter. You can cook it again. Yeah, or if you buy one from the shop, a cake, that's JPEG. You hear it right here, cake JPEG. JPEG. It's like raw ingredients. So basically, if you shoot raw, you can adjust and pull things back, and and you've got a lot more freedom. But even with even when you do shoot raw. When these venues have like with these the ingredients you've been given, yeah, but the it's the <laughs> the green and the red opposite ends of the spectrum, really harsh. It's black and white. Yeah, there's there's, there's no. If no, you've no, ever wondered why there's so many black and white band photography pictures, it's because the color is absolute <laughs> shit. Really and you not, can't do anything with it. We're not all ripping off Charles Peterson. We just there's yeah. no other fucking option. Yeah. I do like Black we are, and White. We are ripping off Charles Peterson, but <clears throat> there's there's no option other than to just Black and White. Here's it, something that popped up. I on. contrast everything. So on my um, on my ME, <laughs> um, I was shooting a lot in Black and White to begin with, and uh, I got challenged about it quite a lot, actually. And I kind of defended it. I was like, do you know, like I'm not doing it to be lazy. I'm not doing it because wherever. I, I genuinely think... It's ironic now because I don't do it as much, but I genuinely think that when you shoot in black and white, when you're showing an image to someone, you're, you're kind of reading it differently. You're reading what's going on in the picture, not what's in the picture. Does that make sense? Because we see in colour, yeah. like, if you if you make a, a something that looks similar to what we're seeing anyway, you just go, ah, oh, it's just something, it's just, I'm just looking at it like you would normally. When it's in, like, monotone or black and white or whatever you go okay I'm looking at this differently now yeah no for sure and like so say you've got a picture of a face or two people um in in like so say this is a still like on the camera up there you see three people on the camera like in colour you go oh it's a still from a video or a cover for a blog thing or whatever if it was in black and white you'd be like so this is a documentary picture. Am I am I meant to look at this picture differently because it's different? But I I don't know. That could be manipulated in a way. You could basically just well, you, can, you can show a little bit more contrast in that, can't you? And I don't. But it makes seems to be yeah. You look at people's more... faces and what they what what's going on rather than what's in the picture. Definitely. Maybe I don't know. I'm just making it up. Um. So. Yeah, when, uh, what was the last sort of stuff that you got really excited to shoot, photography-wise? <laughs> awesome. You yeah. did some mountain biking photography recently. I gave you that off-camera flash stuff. Have you been getting into yeah. that? No. No? I wish cool. I had. <laughs> gave, you, gave you like three flashes with a trigger <laughs> and everything. And you just... I was like, yeah, this will get you motivated. And I mean, we, had, we, had a lot, we had a lot of fun doing the veil shoot on the beach. That was fun. That was really good, actually. It was good fun. Mm. You, your, well, your camera. My it's, skills, not my camera. The way you used your camera. <laughs> that's a pet peeve for photographers, by the way, everyone. Like, if, you know, when like, goes, that's an amazing picture. What camera have you got? You're like, you must what? have an amazing camera. Yeah. Yeah, shame no. on you it was it we, was set, pretty, we set up um, we did a nighttime shoot um, did you have a good camera on the beach yeah on a full was it full moon on an iPhone it was bright it was really yeah. bright I don't know if it was full moon but uh, yeah those two you were like daylight to me yeah from Vales stood on the beach set up full drum kit full stack for the bass as if it looked as though they were playing a gig on the beach in the middle of the night wearing sunglasses obviously obviously <laughs> um, in tuxedos that was that was that was a lot that well, was like a lot uh, what was that Scandinavian band it looked amazing it, they, they, it looked great well, we, we used it on our album yeah it's, it's, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's in the album talking a little bit about like um, the digital age of stuff now you know like how everything's accessible everything's um, in ones and zeros yeah <laughs> pretty much um, like as a photographer so this we could talk about both sides of it like mu- music people generally just rip somewhere don't they 
But if you're a small band, I get you put it out there as a pay what you want or a free, just because you want people to come to your yeah. shows. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we put our records out now as a pay what you want. Yeah. And that's... The way to do it is like, people... It's normal, yeah. I quite like paying for stuff. You know, like if I got a, a yeah. small band, people, you know, like... Um, that's small, exactly it, yeah. I want to pay. I want to give them something. Like, I wouldn't yeah. pay 20 quid for an album, but I'd pay like a five or a four quid or something for like an EP or something. Well, I, I listened to an amazing uh, little thing last night actually where someone said, um, You'll download a piece of music, you can use that anywhere you want, you can find it easily, you can search it, it doesn't scratch, it lasts forever, but paying for it feels wrong because you don't actually have something. Whereas you'll easily pay £10 for a CD that will get scratched that you can only use in your old car. Mm. That, you know, there is a, she feels quite a funny about thing about digital yeah. downloading. So our band and most bands that I know, it's, it's free unless you want to pay, you know, you pay what you want for it, you know? Yeah. And often you get more than you think. People pay more than you think for your for your music yeah which is awesome it's badass you know I quite like the idea of um, of having stuff digitally I no one agrees with me everyone loves physical stuff and vinyl I've got so much kit and I move or I had used to move house so much I couldn't just oh, we'd do make, it logistically like I couldn't keep vinyl we'd make vinyl I mean I've been in bands that have made vinyl and if you confront it yes it's awesome and you know you're giving someone something amazing at the end of a show when they come over to the merch stand. Um, but um, a CD gets tossed so easily. Yeah, it's not special. Oh, tapes. This came up in another podcast. Oh, cassettes. Actually. I know yeah. bands that have sold blank cassettes. Because <laughs> they know that the person buying it hasn't got a cassette player. So, like, I, I <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. It's so easy. Why are people... so easy to do. So, like, I was like, why are we using this archaic old technology, <coughs> right? Because that's like a Polaroid. Yeah, yeah like, that's the best analogy I've heard of it. Yeah. It's, and, and so, it shows, if you want to give the band some money, uh, you know, you might, to keep them going, but you don't have enough for, like, a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah. yeah. A tape is at that price point, which is, like, under exactly. a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a memento. It's like a souvenir, yeah. basically. But like I said, I but know, the quality of tapes is shit. Apparently, yeah. Well, they if, compress it or something. Or? No, if it's a brand new tape and you use it once and that's it, then it's all right. Uh, you know, you re-record over it, it gets worse each time. But um, like I said, I know bands that blame, that do actually sell blank tapes because they know no one has a cassette player. Mm. I kind of like the idea of like it being accessible though, and like it. But then, is it like, is it is it accessible if if no one's got? A means to play it. I think you can buy a tape player for your cheap phone. Yeah, but who who actually has one? Yeah, I do. Where? <laughs> My room. <laughs> Shall I go and get it? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can prove it. I mean, now it's uh, like download cards yeah. and stuff like that. You know, with, with that's good. You know, it's like a pound for a download card. And you get a code. You go on the yeah. band count. You put the code in. You get a song. Because cool. you're already at the show, so you get less than what you'd get. Yeah, I mean, every band knows that if someone wants, they can find your album for free. Yeah. You know, so... But if you really like that band so much, you're you, probably more inclined to want to... If you want to put Jeff in to find it for free, you'd, you'd pay a couple of quid to... Yeah. Well, if, uh, well it, it helps them record. And, a, yeah. a good band that I know said um, that they are a mob... They... What do they say? They're a, they're a T-shirt company. And they make music to to promote their t-shirts, mm. and that's how it works now. You make your money off your t-shirts. It's I mean, there's huge it, shifts in the so industry. So true. But like, if that if that if you have to get a bit more creative with other things to reach more people. Yeah, you got to make amazing merch now. I mean, that's so maybe a collaboration with artists is more of a thing now. Oh, more vital now than it ever. Has. I was I was interviewing Even Tim, an illustrator, and this was, yeah this week. Um, what are they called? They Live We Sleep. Um, a couple of boys in Swansea. They uh, had a collaboration with an artist and a gig this week. That artist had made some prints of their artwork for their EP that they'd just put out yeah. and we're selling those at the gig. And 
They've been here limited, since limited like, run, I think. And like a few months ago. Were they limited editions or anything like that? Or? I, 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 they didn't do many of them. Yeah. Do you know yeah, how many? Probably, yeah. I, I could. Find how much out were, I mean? needed to, but I couldn't remember. For this is really interesting because like this is, this is just this week. So we um yeah. we were talking about that uh, sort of collaboration stuff earlier. Um, I'm working with a couple of um, I'm working with one uh, sort of digital artist illustrator at the moment. Um, but it'd be kind of cool to get a bunch of us together and sort of do a collective thing and stuff because yeah. um, like I play in bands and I obviously make films and do photography and stuff I, I think that all of it is, is so connected right. like I remember when I was excuse me when I was playing in a band in Korea um, I used to I was like filming some documentary films and um I would take the audio from some of the interviews that I did with people people that knew me and knew they recorded it and stuff and I'd put it into my phone run the phone through the PA and then like in between songs uh, while everyone was tuning up and stuff I'd just play like a little post-rock part with like loads of delay and loads of like weird noise and just like play these like samples that I put together and stuff um, yeah it was weird it was cool I liked it but it's all connected you know like <clears throat> I really like that. So we were talking about um, we were talking about how people just with the digital age and stuff now just grab something and it's like whatever. Like I haven't put a lot of my work out um, on social media and stuff because I'm, I want to sort of curate it, put it all together, let it be a body of work, then I'll put it out. And I know when I put it out it's going to be people can download it and rip it and stuff and I have no problems with that. I just don't like I don't like putting stuff out when it's half done. And then it's just stuck there forever, and you're like, "Oh yeah. no, it's not. That's not finished." <laughs> kind of thing. So I mean, music people are just going to download it, but photography. I mean, you want to talk a little bit about how you feel about that kind of stuff? Like when you put pictures up, do you? Because I mean, do you expect people to just take your images, use them, not credit you, and that be it? I used to get really, I used to get really shitty about that, like. So there cool, was there was a certain promoter in Swansea I don't even know who ah, so he was, was using it to sell shows who to make would money, just yeah. take pictures I'd taken on bands use them make really bad posters of it and they'd like oh, we see it all the time just on and that point how much out. does it piss you off as a photographer when someone takes your image but not only doesn't like if you don't credit the photographer and you don't sort of acknowledge thank you for taking this picture even though you, like if that's bad but when people take a picture and they crop it differently or they put a filter on yeah, it yeah. and they make it look thing it drive it drives me fucking nuts yeah. it's common as it hell, would, isn't it it's like the yeah. normal it, would, the, the, it is it you, you, you put it into Instagram or whatever and go oh that looks good but it would look better with this filter on it and you go it fucking wouldn't because that's what yeah. I would have done that in the first yeah, not, that's, that's like a double insult yeah. Yeah. like when someone takes it and, and doesn't ask for it and then changes it you just think and yeah but but no I'm, I'm going back and like the, the point where that was happening was pre-Instagram anyway but it doesn't happen often enough these days for it to isn't it to really be a thing, I don't know I mean like, so like let's uh, let's imagine we're talking to people that have no we'll let this see now I see it I don't know if I'm more sensitive to it but obviously I'll, I'll be in a band and a photographer will take a photo of that band at the other side of it now, and then we'll see that used on a poster or usually a gig poster now there's no room on that poster to put a big bit that says you know, credit to so and so for the photo. You but that f- that promoter has just gone online, found that photo. That's the best photo. It's probably their Facebook photo or whatever, and they've just used it. You know, here's and a crazy idea, right? They could pay the photographer for the image. Well, they're not going to pay. What? Apparently, that used to happen. People used to pay for images. Imagine this paying. The, imagine paying the band for being in the photo. Yeah. The photo was taken. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, this is tricky because, like, if the band... the people who made the cameras for the camera. See? So, so like, yeah. <laughs> what, what about this Imagine thing? paying the people in the factory that made the camera So you're in a band. making the camera. Okay, but you're in a Imagine band. Imagine paying the bar staff to work the night that that was done on. <laughs> so here's, here's a little moral, ethical thing, right? A little 
Is it right? Is it right? So you're in a band, you need to sell tickets and then you get money from those tickets. So if that photo is being used to promote the show, all of this, by the way, probably just goes straight out the window with punk rock because everyone knows everyone. No one's got any money. And I think, I think we, what we're talking if about here... If you charge for a gig and someone makes money... Yeah. And well, you've got to pay your bands. They probably don't make much money, but they it covers their cost of getting there and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so the bands. Rehearse. Do you pay your sound technician though? Yeah, he's the first person to get. Paid. And you pay the bar for the rental of the place, right? Or you have a deal. You pay the venue. Yeah. The venue then has a deal on the bar. Usually, the bar is kept to the venue. Sometimes, if you're very lucky, you split. It. You get something. The sound man gets paid next. That used to be my job for like ten years. Yeah. Um, sound man gets fuck all normally. What are we talking? Nothing. 50 quid, 40 quid. For six hours work, something like that. Six, eight hours work, yeah. That's bullshit. Exactly. Um, and unstressful, high-skill work. Yeah, and you need to know what you're doing as well. Oh, yeah. And you probably got dog shit PAs and, like, no leads and problems you need to fix and have your own stuff. All night, well. yeah. I mean, yeah. they're all night for it. I mean, um, I used to work for four or five hundred pound a night in London. Yeah. Moved back to Swansea and started putting the feelers out for audio work I got offered £80 for a £12, 12 hour shift that is pretty annoying isn't it like that Wales seems to be a big well you're not in the big city you're not in London anymore um, so I just had to go and work Suck in a completely up. different field yeah in you know, a normal job but yeah you look at you know I mean every, the amount of times I've put gigs on or done things and Adam's photos are used mm. as the gig poster actually printed or digital mm. and there's no mention of who took the photo yeah I mean I just get used to it well it's it's kind of normal yeah it's sort of is it right though it's not right but where are you going to put it you're going to so, no 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 I mean like on the on the actual poster oh. the opening band no 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 I know you can't do that it's got a section this big like yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, you could. Uh, I think nowadays with like social media and digital ways of doing things, you could like you yeah, tag, you, yeah, 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 you, like do something. I think, but a lot of people will take something, use it, and have no like doesn't care. That's it. It, it's it done. depends who takes it. I mean, if it is someone who knows you and has some respect for you, they'll kind of go, "Cool, is it okay? Thank, thank you for letting me use this picture." But if it's someone who's just gone, oh, there's a picture of this band, done, and no yeah. acknowledgement whatsoever, and that goes back to yeah. So that, that I think it's probably too far gone to correct it now. It's the same as now you get um, video promo, so yeah. they'll use a snippet of your song to create a, vi- a video promo. Yeah, we've, I've done, yeah, we've, I've done that. We, we made one. Yeah. But Terrible. strictly speaking, <laughs> they use you know there's they're not crediting no. the band. So I think if you if you haven't got space to do it because there is limited space in posts and text and flyers and posters, um, you could do something for the work because it's technically work. I mean you know it's weird. It's it's whether or not you you share a bunch of stuff and you say oh everyone go and check out uh, our friend he's a photographer he's got really cool stuff. That that's helpful in a way, but it's. I think it's it's interesting that photographers and video guys are expected to kind of just give their work away and not get credit for it and not get any work for it. And if you say anything about it, you're often looked at like, "Why are you being so awkward?" Like, yeah. Know? Which is, I think we should stick up for ourselves but, a little bit. You're paid an exposure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, drugs me. How many times? How many? Like the internet's so full of shit. Musician as well, it's like. But the internet's so full of shit, so saturated with absolute nonsense, just non applicable to people. Even if you do get two thousand people looking at, none of that's going to translate or convert into um, money in your pocket to pay your bills. Never. Well, I mean, you must maybe if you're really, really lucky, someone will go ah. I'm going to pay this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, it's exactly the same with music. Yeah. 
We're yeah. giving our music away That's free. Meet merch and um, tours and stuff yeah. seems to be the way to go. But tours, tours have changed a lot. But um, it's the same now with music. Like, yeah, you used to sell a CD and you, and you do all that work to sell a CD in HMB or whatever and get a £3 cut of a £15 CD. I wouldn't bother. But, well, that's that's what it was. That was yeah. the standard. But, um, you know, now you bust your ass to maybe, if you're lucky, get a BBC play or something on the radio where, where the actual money is. You know? yeah. Like, uh, But... Yeah, everyone gets paid, paid an exposure. You know, I'm hearing more and more stories of um, bands that are getting this stuff together, being kind of a bit savvy with Facebook and stuff, and getting out there and trying to reach people that will like them, and then like going on tours across Europe, punk rock bands especially, like Germany, Belgium, Switzerland. Switzerland's got a big scene apparently. Um, but yeah, like yeah. And making a bit of money to not making loads of money, but making enough to go and do what they love. Well, in Europe, you still get paid. <clears throat> And you still get paid what you used to get paid. So you get about two, three hundred euro a night if you're a normal punk rock band. Um, Germany's a great place for punk rock, isn't Germany's it? where it's at. They fill up a venue from the front of the stage. The Brit- British people fill up a venue from the back and then the walls. Yeah. And then eventually, if there's no room left, they'll go to the front. Yeah, it's annoying that. Germans come to the front straight away. Um, but... Um, yeah, Europe. Europe's changed a lot in in where it used to be, but the money is in if you can get used in an advert, or if you can get used on TV, or if you can get BBC Radio Play. Yeah, because that's still old school. You still get a healthy check at the end of the day. Um, if you can get used on, we got we got used on a BBC Rugby thing for, rugby? Wales, for Wales. Yeah, um, which band now Wales? Uh, this was Prosperina. Um, so we got used on highlights reel of when um, ah, okay, okay. Uh, makes sense. Wales won the Grand Slam it was like a 15 second clip nice but it wasn't much but it was more than 15 seconds worth you know and um, Coco drinking some beer it's <laughs> <laughs> a right leery dog at the moment you know the old school stuff still pays radio plays still pay yeah you know? um, and that's what that's what we all sort of hunt for. You'll do all that work just to get that one Radio 6 play. Because it will make up for it, you know? Yeah. But um, for how long? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Coco, get off. But if they put up a photo of you on their website, they'll credit the photographer. They should. Exactly. So, but, yeah, I mean, eventually. I'm. So, I've been falling out of. Like, I haven't really tried properly in the. Like, art. <laughs> world um, uh, I make I do a lot of stuff and get by with what I do but with this project it's really close to me so I'm hoping to do like an exhibition um, a zine which I've got a graphic uh, illustrating graphic designer involved with and stuff and an uh, exhibition but I was kind of interested in like asking you guys what you think about um, maybe because I wanted it to be for the community you know like for People, in, you know, for everyone that's part of the punk rock community, so putting it on in venues and maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something different that I could possibly, possibly do. Because I was going to make a book, but I don't think many people are going to buy the book because it's kind of expensive to make. So I was going to do a zine. A books book. are still a tangible thing. Yeah. People buy books. You know, I mean, people don't buy digital, or people don't want to pay for digital stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to pay for a photo that they can. But a book is probably going to be in the region of like fifty or sixty quid, and that's not even making it much. That's probably a couple that's, of quid on market. That's 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 your problem, and also people are going to want to have a proper look through it. Yeah, if, if I could have a demo if, on a merch table because I was going to sell stuff yeah. at merch tables and just if, tour with bands. If it's yeah. that kind of investment, they're going to want to have a proper look through it beforehand to see. That's still a lot for a merch table product. Yeah, there, right? is so this something you want to come up? spend my money on and yeah well they're choosing that over a final record from there and again it's an investment for you are you going to buy a stack of those books and then go I want to make a book so I'm going to personally going to do it just this once anyway I'm going to make a couple of I'm going to get some books published self-published it's going to cost me Um, because I want it I've never done it and I want I like working with a book format um, it's, yeah, it's it's nice to know like yeah I've created this this is 
my book, but yeah, it's are you going to shift the stack of those things? Probably not. But if I sell a couple to people that might yeah. want them, then I'm not going to order like thousands. It's like self published. No. I'll probably order like a limited run of like fifty to begin with. Or yeah, something like that. yeah, you need about one hundred tops. Yeah. Well, that's the zine. So, um, but yeah, can you think of any? Like we probably talked about it briefly before, but an interesting way of getting reaching people because like I, I could do an exhibition at like a a, a venue, I, but I, that's I, I can't. I'm just trying to be a little bit different, thinking of other ways I could. I've always liked the idea of having an exhibition of band photos in a venue and doing it as part of a call. Hero of Photos is an exhibition. Oh, by the way, the band are playing there. Oh, well, that's what I did in Cardiff. And I, yeah, I, I like that. Idea. I like that, but then there's a few logistical things to that, like there's limited space on the walls. People are going to like bump yeah. into pictures and things like that, so you can't, you've got to be careful with like glass and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to do like, you, you're not going to want to do like probably framing and stuff. You, just gonna do five I did laser jets in a practice yeah. room and I got like three bands to play and I just like put like loads of laser jet prints up everywhere yeah. got everyone together and played loads of music it was pretty cool yeah you, you want to do it as a fun thing rather than a kind of I'm pretty look not, how great I am not strictly anti gallery culture but I'm I, kind of a little bit like I want it to be for people that are part of the scene and by putting it in a white wall gallery, it's not going to work. No. No. But, um... Cool, well, you guys have got to get up early. And uh, we should probably wrap this up before <laughs> Coco starts kicking off and drinking everyone's beer again. But, um... Yeah, uh, do you, so have you got anything... Have you got, like, a la- any latest music stuff that you want... You could uh, tell people to go and check out? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in a band called Vales right now. How do you spell that? Because I'm dyslexic, I would struggle. Well, we purposely made it to be cunty to the world so there's quite a few bands called Vales but uh, we're V-A-I-L-S okay um, we're a two piece so Vales band um, is that Bandcamp Spotify all the normal all places all of that shit yeah um, yeah we're, we're the guys with uh, weird pink <coughs> graphics and we got a song called Fuck Puncher nice that's the main hit Lovely. Yeah. Um, Adam's done all and exclusively every piece of photography for it. Yeah. Lovely. And Adam, yeah. do you want to? Have you got like. Are we in between websites at the minute? We're in between websites. So we got Instagram. We do Facebook and Instagram. As you well. had the best website too. Low, like, low Life. If you not have the. You've got to buy that domain before this goes up. I should do. Yeah. It's, it's a good name. It's, it's good 10 name. quid, dude. Low like low life is it? Yeah, it's pretty bad. We've probably got about a week to this goes, and I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. But like, just it's like six quid or something stupid just to buy the domain. You're not gonna do anything with it. You used to have the dot com, right? No, you it's never like, did. So Adam's no. on low like low life dot com. <laughs> yeah, or someone else is, but just pretend. <laughs> if we just send loads of trap, ah, uh, Instagram and Facebook is low like low life, and yeah. we'll uh, we'll go with that for now. Low light low life. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll wrap up. Dark scumbag.